dad, but I really want mom. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, praise God. Well, it is so good to see everyone today. Well, listen, I've got a message that's, I think, specifically for us today, and, and God knew um, the sun's coming out. Hey, welcome to the UP. Praise God. We had winter, we're getting ready to have spring, and by the end of the service, it'll be summer. <laughs> listen, the title of this message, I'll tell you in a minute. How many of you have had a bad day in your life and you let that bad day ruin the next day? Or maybe you've had a bad day and you've let it ruin the week. Or you got aggravated about something that ruined your month. I know that probably nobody here, you know. But you know, I, for me, I'm one of those guys that sometimes I can get aggravated and I can hang on to that aggravation. Well, let's call it what it is, anger. I get aggravated or I get angry and I can hang on to that. And, and it not only ruins my time right now, but it ruins my next hour. And I can, and the thing of it is then I take it into the next day. I've got to ask you, why? And this is the title of the message. Do not, don't let yesterday ruin your today. Too many people are living in the past. This is what I was. This is what I did. This is where I came from. And they can't get past that. Do you know that many people live off the list of in the past. Well, in the past, and they're willing, they're more than happy to tell you about it. Hey, how you doing? Well, let me tell you how I'm doing. 25 years ago today. Now listen, I understand, and I want to be really honest about this. There have been people that you have been done wrong. I get it. If you've been done wrong yesterday, then forgive and forget about it because yesterday is ruining your today. You're hanging on to it, hanging on to it, hanging on to it, hanging on to it. And some of you have legitimately been done wrong. I understand that. Some of you maybe be, try to be less timid. Well, how do I want to say this? Don't be offended so easily. Maybe we need to, you know, toughen up a little bit, you know, Somebody, you, you, you know, goodness gracious, if you don't say hi to me coming into the church, my God, the pastor, he doesn't like me, he didn't say hi to me this morning, that's it, there's no love here, I'm out. <laughs> I might have 45 things on my mind that I'm preoccupied with something, and it isn't because I don't love you and don't want to greet you. You know, I, you know, I'm maybe not paying attention the way I should. Forgive me. But don't let yesterday ruin your today. Too many people are letting their past determine what their future is going to be. And they're letting their past dictate today in the way they think. And we've got to stop that. See, some of us have allowed circum the enemy, the enemy dictates the circumstances that we're grabbing a hold of that are dictating our lives. Listen, I may be not where I want to be today, but I know tomorrow I'm going to be one step closer to where I want to be. And I'm not going to let what happened yesterday affect my today. Because let me tell you what, you're not getting yesterday back. Tomorrow's not here. You best deal with today the best you can. But see, so many people, I talk to so many people, they're so broken, and I understand brokenness. Will you let God heal you? Or do you just want to live broken? And folks, I'm going to confess to you, there's people that just want to live broken. I, I want to be broken. 
and, and I, I, want, I want people to understand that I'm broken, and I want to be mad about being broken, and I want to have an attitude about being broken, and you're not going to stop me from being broken, so don't even try. That is a miserable place to live. You gotta, you said it. All of a sudden, an offense becomes bitterness. And then all of a sudden, it becomes a root. And then all of a sudden, everything that grows on that tree comes from that root. And all of a sudden, now you're picking leaves off the tree, and they're all bad. you got to chop the root of unforgiveness and bitterness out of your lives. Again, I'm gonna, I've said this before. If somebody offends me, and I try, I try to be really not offendable, but somebody offends me, okay, they may not know it. They may know it, but they may not know it. Most people, if they're going out of their way to offend you, they don't care. They're going to sleep like a baby. And if people don't intentionally offend you, they don't know they've done anything wrong, they're still sleeping like a baby. Who's up gritting their teeth, sweat, clenched fists, plotting? Oh, when I see them, wait till I see them again. Oh, scheming and plotting. Why? Why are you letting yesterday ruin today? And then my other question is, is that why are you taking today and trying to push it into tomorrow? I'm hurt today. Don't carry it tomorrow. Don't carry it into tomorrow with you. Because then we live in that state all the time and the enemy wants you to live there. See, we need to start, see, see the enemy will try through offense and through hurt, try to make you see things improperly. I don't see it. You're, he, he will skew your vision so that you don't see things quite exactly the way they really are. I'm going to tell you something. Anybody been angry? Oh, yeah, you get angry, and you don't see things quite right. You see them the way you see them. Whatever caused that anger, that's what I'm angry about, and that's the way you see it. You don't see the truth. And people that are in that state, sometimes they don't even want to see the truth. They certainly don't want to hear the truth, because I've told some people some truth sometimes in that state. <gasps> I was anything but, a, anything but a child of God to them at that moment. My poor wife, she's great at pointing out truth to me sometimes. And there's sometimes I'm like, hey, shut up, don't want to hear it. Okay? And it isn't, she's not being nasty or mean, she's just pointing out some things. And at that particular time, I'm not, because I'm not seeing things clearly. But when I see things clearly, then I'm like, well, let me consider. You know, but that works both ways. I'm just telling you. So why is it wanted you to hear that? <laughs> Works both ways. Husband can say, hey, honey, you're not seeing this right. Well, I don't care what you think. But okay, well, when you see it right, you're seeing things not properly. And we've got to come back to this word to see things properly. So why are we allowing? And, and again, I, I want to emphasize this. I understand hurts. You may have been hurt by people. You may have been hurt by Christian people. You may have been hurt by the quote, quote, church. Nobody on this planet is going to hurt me enough to stop me from seeking my Lord and my Savior. It's not going to happen. You can come in here and you can throw stones at me. You can look at me. You can go, you can give me the raspberries, whatever you want. It's not going to stop me from loving God and obeying him. But I've, you've got to see things properly. And the enemy works really hard using these things. Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 21 this I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. In verse 22, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassion fails 
not. Now, that mercies means unfailing love or loyal love. So what we're saying here is recall to mind, I have hope because remember his mercies, remember his love, remember what he just did for you. Why are you hanging on to something from the past that's hindering your today? And then if it's, you're dragging it in from the past and you're pushing it into your tomorrow, you're always in this state. You're never satisfied, you're never happy, you're never thankful, you're always miserable, God doesn't work, it never happens for me. Why? What are you hanging on to? I'm saying today, will you let go of it? Let go of it. Forgive that person. Listen, if you're hanging on to something for 10, 20, 15, 25 years, for the love of God and everything that's holy, let it go. There's nothing I want to hang on to that long except my marriage. I don't want to hang on. Other than the gospel, I want to hang on to the truth. Why do I want to? Listen, and I'm going to use myself as an example. Grew up in a broken home. Now, mom didn't hate dad. Dad didn't hate, just didn't work out. They were divorced. But it's difficult sometimes when you're a broken home and dad's not there and you're a young man to figure out the world and how to be a man and there's not a man there to show you how to be a man. And, you know, it's tough. And there were some things in my life I was frustrated and I was angry because dad wasn't there. Now, I wasn't mad at him or I didn't hate my dad, but I was just angry because, you know, they have father-son things and dad, well, I wasn't there. I couldn't, dad wasn't there for me. And it made me angry. And for a long time, I held on to that. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't so much that it manifested in anger, but it, was, it manifested in as I have to prove myself over and over and over and over. In every circumstance, I have to prove myself. I've got to be the best of the best of the best of the best because if I'm not the best, I'm a failure and I'm nothing. I was always running toward this fictitious approval that I already had in Christ but didn't know it. And, that, and I'll tell you what, I was driven I was driven to do things. I was not led. I was driven by that, that desire to, of approval. Driven by it. When I got born again, it didn't leave me right away. I just changed my desire and my drive. Until one day, God broke me. And I realized, wait a second. I am approved by God. And that's enough. And now I can look at my dad and I can say, hey, I forgive you for anything. That you didn't mean to do any harm, but I, I can love you and have a great relationship with him. And guess what? I'm not looking for him to make anything up to me. And I can walk in the peace. But I could have held on to that until this very day. And there would have been a brokenness in my life that God does not want there. You've got to let go. How long are you going to hang on to these things that you know are hurting you? But you hang on to them because, bless God, I have a right to be angry. You know what they did to me? How long do you want to hang on to it? How miserable do you have to become? So through his mercies. And in Lamentations 3.23, it says, this is what I love. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. What is new every morning? His unfailing love. I blew it today. Guess what? Tomorrow, it's new. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Because I've had a few days that I really messed up royally. You know, it's one of those. And my thing is, is that, you know, there's some of those days, I don't even want to, well, if I could just go back and fix that. I don't want to go back. 
Let me start over today. And that's the great thing in Christ. We get a do-over. But you got to let go of what you're hanging on to that's bringing you down and hurting you and causing this brokenness. Some of us, we just need to confess, you know what? I made a mistake, and some of us can't live with it. I made a mistake. God can never forgive me. Who do you think you are? Prideful one. No, God himself can't forgive me. Who says? You? Careful. Some of us need to forgive ourselves because Christ already has. He's already forgiven us. Guess what? As a parent, man, I spend a lot of time on my knees because before I was saved, or after I got saved and when I started preaching before we have kids, I could tell every one of you how to raise your kids. I was an expert. I know what the Bible said. This is what your kids should be doing. This is how you ought to do it. This is what parents ought to be doing. Then I had a kid. Then I had to go around to every one of those churches I preached that message and repent. Forgive me, I know nothing, I'm ignorant. I still, as a parent, I make mistakes and I have to spend a lot of time. Forgive me, Lord. But I don't hang on to that. I let it go and I move on and say, okay, God, I'm going to do better this time. Help me. Give me strength. Give me wisdom. Don't hang on to that brokenness. Don't Don't hang on to that hurt. Don't hang on to that offense. Let it go. Some of you, and and this is by the Spirit of God, and you're going to have to deal with this. Some of you are mad at God. You're mad at Him. Why Why did this happen, God? Why did this happen this way? How come I'm where I'm at? How come this? How come that? God, it's your fault. Wait a second. We've got an enemy. It's a devil. You need to... Say, God, forgive me. You know what? And, and, and you know what? Let's be real. It's okay to say, you know what, God? Yeah, I've been mad at you. I've been there a time or two in my life. And I said it. I even verbalized it. Now, I, there's nobody else around, but I verbalized, God, you know, I'm pretty ticked off at you right now. I, you know, and I can see God up there saying, well, so? <laughs> uh, okay, I don't care. You, you want to be forgiven? Okay, I'll forgive you. You don't want to be forgiven? Then live the way you're living with your anger and your frustration. Am I making sense to you today? I know that I'm preaching to the right people because you're people. It doesn't have to do with this church, that church. It's people. And so, here's what it says. So they're new every morning. In verse 24, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in Him. I have hope every morning in Him because His mercies are new. Not occasionally, every morning. No, what is the soul? Your emotions, your desire, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Remember his mercies, that they're new every morning. He is faithful, and my mind, my will, and my emotions say, he is my portion, and he is my hope. So when you're having that that rough day where your emotions are getting out of whack, say, wait a second. My emotions, the Lord says, he is my portion in my emotions doesn't say anger is your portion. He is your portion. And I'll tell you what, I have gone before the Lord in anger. It doesn't take very long to pretty soon I'm saying, oh, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord, for my anger. Forgive me for my frustration. Lord, help me, strengthen me, guide me, show me. And he does every time. Every time. We can come boldly to the throne, but you best come humbly as well. 
So, in Philippians 4.12, it says, not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. We all still have issues. We make mistakes, but we've got to press on. And don't live in the past. Don't let past, your past dictate today, but don't take today and push it into tomorrow. Press toward the goal of the high calling of Christ. I am determined today I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. And, have, you know, praise God when tomorrow comes, if tomorrow comes, I'm going to be better tomorrow than I was today. Don't drag the past into your today. Don't push your today into your future. Today is enough for today, the Bible says. And so, you know what? Find peace and joy today because I want, to, I want you to understand something. If you spend today ornery and nasty and frustrated and angry, that's a day you're never getting back. Not, not one minute of that day are you getting back. And I, you know, and if I probably totaled it up, I probably wouldn't want to because I'd be ashamed. Of all the hours and all the days and all the years that I have spent, if you added it up, frustrated and angry and, and hurt and, and any, all those things that stop me from going forward and being fulfilled in Christ and having that joy and that peace, I don't even know how many years that would add up to. A lot of wasted ones. Yeah, I don't, me either, I don't want to know. I don't want to know, I don't want to know. It'd be sobering and I'd be, I'd be sad. See, don't quit trying to follow him just because the enemy says, look what happened to you in the past. And, and if it happened in the past, here's another big lie. You can be sure it's going to happen again. Step foot in that church and they're going to disappoint you. That pastor, he's going to let you down. And you know what I say to that? Absolutely correct. I will. I won't intentionally let anybody down. But I may disappoint you. I may make a decision you don't like. I may do something that you don't approve of. There may be something. If you're following me, you're already wrong. You need to follow Jesus Christ. That's who I'm following. I'm just put into a position to help kind of guide and direct. But guess what? At the end of the day, Pastor Scout's not going to be standing with Jesus Christ with you saying, hey, he was a really good guy, Jesus. Let him in. You're going to have to walk out your own salvation. Don't be disappointed when the church doesn't do what you think the church, quote, quote, should do. Don't let that hinder you. Don't let that stop you from following Christ. Don't let it, don't let it stop you. It says, brethren, I do not count myself, in verse 13 of Philippians 4, I don't count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, Forget those things which are behind. Forget them. Forget them. Listen, it's almost like this. This is what I was, but that's not what I am. Forget what lies behind. Folks, yesterday is gone. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to walk in joy and peace. Today is the day to do things righteously. Today is the day of more than enough in abundance. Today. So many people are, are letting yesterday still affect their today. I, and, I, oh, I can't do that, or I don't want to do that, or, you know, or the, the enemy tries to use that to stop them from stepping out and doing anything, even having relationships. The enemy tries to stop them because, oh, 
I stepped out once and I opened up my heart and it got crushed. Well, let me ask you two questions. Who was it and what were they influenced by? Evil company corrupts good morals. Just going to put it out there. Who you're hanging out with, I can tell you where you're going. And I can tell you how you're going to live. If you're around sinful, hurtful people, guess what you're going to be in? Sin and hurt. I didn't write the Bible. I'm only telling you what it says. I've seen it over and over and over and over and over. Had a young gal here just came up told me, man, she's got this prayer journal she's showing. I'm so proud of you. And man, she's, she's making it going for it with God and they're in church. And now, all of a sudden, man, some hunk of, hunk of, hunk of, hunk of man <laughs> shows up. Hey, you look pretty good. I will tell you this. If he's not born again, spirit-filled, demon-chasing, tongue-talking, don't waste your time with him. Kick him to the curb. Evil company corrupts good morals. I've seen it too many times. Kid going for it, and here comes some other, and all of a sudden, boom! So much easier to drag people down than it is to pull people up. So we need to be wise. Why am I saying all this? I don't know, because I thought it needed to be said. But leave yesterday where it's at, okay? Because today is the day. The one thing I do, forget those things that were behind and do what? Reach forward to those things that are ahead. Now, we, we can't reach into tomorrow. But what's forward is him. Reaching toward him. And he said he would guide our paths. Listen, some of you are sitting here today and you are not where you are supposed to be in Christ. I'm just going to put it out there. And, and I'm not pointing any fingers or picking on anybody. And some of you, I may not even know. But you are not where you're supposed to be in Christ and you know better. Will you please... Stop doing what you're doing. Repent because it's hurting your life. And let me tell you what you're doing right now. You're filling up this wagon. I know this to be true because I did it. I fill up a wagon full of junk, man, and I come to Christ. And I get born again, and I'm a new creation. But there's still some of this junk that I sowed into my own life that I'm still spending time repenting of getting free of, trying to get it out of my, I got to get rid of this, I can't, I got to get rid of this. I'm trying to get rid of that. And it's a battle. Yesterday is gone. Live today righteously. And the easy way to take care of that is called repentance. We don't talk about that much in church because that's, that's a dirty word in a lot of churches, repentance. No, we need to repent. If you're not where you know it need to be. And look, I am not peeking in your window and coming to your door. The Holy Spirit does that a lot better than I do. If you're not right where you need to be, then get right. And, and I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you that there is, there's a price to be paid. And you're dragging, what you're doing is you're dragging this stuff with you every day. You're dragging it, and it's getting bigger, and it's getting heavier, and it's getting worse. Get rid of it and leave it in yesterday. And let's start new today. So it says... I press toward the goal, the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Do not give up. Do not quit going forward. In Matthew 6.34, and I'm going to wind down with this. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. 
King James Version, I like this version, what it says. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow. Don't even think about tomorrow. Because, you know, listen, I, let's, let's, you know, I've got a plan that tomorrow morning I've got to get up. and you got, Tomorrow morning I'm planning on getting up and you've got to go to work. That's okay. But quit worrying and thinking about, taking, take, thought, thinking about tomorrow. How bad is tomorrow going to be? Oh, the shoe, other shoe's going to drop. No, 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 no. Take no thought for tomorrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Tomorrow's got its own issues. Tomorrow's got its own thoughts. Don't push today into tomorrow. I, I'm good right now where I'm at. Today is good. You know, sun's coming out, today is good. Do you know how many people plan their lives based on past and what might come or might not come? Now, I, listen, I understand, you know, about planning for the future. It's not what I'm talking about. Too many people live their lives in fear of tomorrow. Because what might happen? My, he could spend all day worrying about my truck might break down tomorrow. Oh my, and he doesn't sleep, toss and turn all night. He gets in the car, boom, starts right up. Oh, lost a whole night of sleep for what? Okay, and so what if he gets in his truck in the morning and goes, and it doesn't start? Okay, well, today's problem's enough for today. We'll get it fixed and we'll get moving. Not the end of the world. But quit worrying about tomorrow, today. Today is enough. Do you know, I, I want to say something that, that's interesting, and it's a little off topic, but I had a conversation with a couple of different pastors, and, and I was talking to them, and, and it, it struck me as that one was telling me there's all these things, you know, you could do this, 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 this. I am not, and, and this may shock you, I am not interested in church growth. What? No, I'm into making disciples. You make disciples, the church will grow. If you're into church growth, you're not having disciples. You're just putting bodies in the seats. There is a huge difference in the mentality. Not into church growth. I know all kinds of things to make the church grow. I'm interested in people growing, disciples being made. That will grow, the church will grow as a byproduct of making disciples. When you start looking the other way, I'm starting to project to tomorrow what I need to see happen. No, today is today. I'm going to love the people that God's put before me today, and I'm going to do the best I can to preach and disciple them the best I can today. I'm not worrying about tomorrow or who may come or who may not come or who's going to be offended after this service and never come back. Today is today. Next Sunday, we'll show up, and, and do we pray? Yes, we pray. And do we believe? Yes, we believe. But I believe that instead of having all these, these things out there to grow the church, I would just as soon sow into people and discipling, and then watch disciples make disciples, and as a byproduct of that, the church will grow. And guess what? We have proven it. I don't have any some, some great scheme out there. I don't. So I can't even project that into tomorrow. I'm like, Lord, today is today. What do you want me to do today? Now, what I do today, the Lord may use tomorrow. But I still can't worry about tomorrow. I've got to do it today. Can't worry about what happened in the past. It's already gone. How many, can you honestly say, have been holding something against someone that happened in the past? Still holding it against them. Why? Well, they haven't repented. Who cares? That's between, you know what, ultimately... 
That's between them and God. If they want to be free, they need to repent. But you know what? You can release them anyway. Hey, I forgive you. You don't have to repent. I, I, I release you because I'm free now. Now the Holy Spirit can move to their house and harass them some. But I do believe if God reveals to you something, you need to go and make it right. And listen, I've had to do it. Even when I wasn't wrong, this just galled me. It did. There was a situation. It was a work situation. And I was absolutely innocent. And I was being persecuted. And I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to go to that person and repent. I said, for what? I haven't done nothing wrong. And I really, really hadn't. And I said, well, okay. And I don't know why I'm going off in this, but we got lots of rabbit trails today anyway. And so I went and I, I said, listen, forgive me for any offense or anything that I've done that, you know, that, that, and anything. And they were like, well, no, you haven't done anything. What's the problem, you know? Well, it ended up later, about a year later, I got a, a letter from this person saying, you know, I know that what was done was wrong to you. And the way you responded, this person said, I, I still can't get over that you responded that way. That took so much character and so much integrity. And, and she said, and I see your God working in you through that. There you go. I, I could have said, nope, there is no way. But I was obedient to Christ in that, even when I didn't think I was wrong. But you know what? My thing is, is who cares? So what if I was wrong? Forgive me. You don't want to forgive me? Okay, but I am clean now. I am clean. So maybe you're hanging on to that from yesterday. Get it cleaned up today so it doesn't drag into tomorrow. Amen? See, worry. Now that word worry, when it says don't worry about tomorrow, take, and, and this is what the Greek says, take no thought, don't even think about it for tomorrow. Because, listen, and I understand, I'm a professional at this. I worry about tomorrow. About, I worry about my children's future. I worry about where society's going. Nope, nope, i got to stop today. Where are we at today, and what can we do today, Lord, and what do you want me to do today? So, don't drag your yesterday. Don't let your yesterday ruin your today, and don't push your today into tomorrow. Amen? Let me pray for you, and I'll pray over the food too. Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity. Lord, we just want to be obedient to you today. We want to be sons and daughters today. Lord, if there's anything that we're hanging on to from yesterday, Lord, help us to, to repent or forgive or whatever it is we need to do to be free of it, Lord, so that we can walk in the wholeness and the fullness of what you have. And Lord, that we'll press towards you. We'll just press on in you. And Lord, if there's some, some people here that they, did, they know they're just not in the right place with Christ doing the right things, Lord, let them, simple thing, repent and fix it. And Lord, you'll forgive them and you'll restore. And so we just thank you for that today, Lord. Lord, I pray for the food in the back. I pray, Lord, that if we break bread one with another, I ask you bless the hands or prepared it. But Lord, let it be just a, a wonderful time of fellowship in and, and, and you as we break bread. And so we just thank you for this time we've had today. Lord, I pray that as people go today, keep them safe on these roads. Let us use wisdom as we drive. 
Lord, and we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Um, the second week, the second Sunday of March, David and Vanessa Leach will be here giving their testimony. So look forward to that. So God bless you. You're dismissed to the back. Go eat. First one back there is the first one to eat. <laughs>